0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 85 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are flashing back to 2009 to discuss Pixar's release of that year, Up. Up was directed by Pete Docter and Bob Peterson, and stars Ed Asner, Jordan Nye, and uh, Christopher Plummer. And, um, this was right... Up is a uh, my pick, so I'm gonna ramble a little bit. I am a known... I don't know if I explained this when we were on Coco, but I am a known like Pixar, and I'm not obsessed with it, but they're like my favorite people who make movies, up there with any of my favorite directors. And this was like, Up was right in the middle of their murderer's row, basically. You could go back to Incredibles if you, which I enjoy the original Cars, but it's not up to par with these other movies. But I think the run is Incredibles, Ratatouille, WALL-E, Up, Toy Story 3.
1: When was Finding Nemo in relation?
0: Um, that was... The one before Incredibles? It was
1: 2003.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Incredibles is 2004.
0: 2004. Yeah. So I, mean, I would put those...
1: Finding Nemo in there.
0: Yeah, I, well then I just... We're just going all the way back to the beginning. So yeah, but, all movies. <laughs> well, okay, so let's go post It's still Ratatouille with... I mean, Ratatouille, Wally, Up... And Toy Story 3 are all movies I would give full five stars to. I would say Up and Wally consistently oscillate into my top 25 movies ever. And Toy Story 3 is going to be very high on my decade's best list. But you could also point to that they haven't had... um, I know Ben would disagree. Inside Out and Coco are both excellent, great Pixar movies inside but, out
2: is probably in my top five movies ever made just to yeah
0: out there um but i i don't <laughs> think they've this this was their last period where they were consistently putting out incredible incredible stuff every single year and i'm actually intrigued to see going forward how they're going to do because they say they just said a couple weeks ago or this past week that Toy Story 4 they have zero sequels on their slate for many years to come so that could be really cool and interesting to see uh, how things go for them going forward but Up yeah it's a movie I love it is uh, I mean there's so much talk about the opening of this movie which is a perfect little sad romance backstory for Carl and his life with Ellie and but then going after that, I uh, rewatching it. I'm just marvelled at how funny this movie is. How, um, it's just kind of it's an amazing action movie. Like the set pieces are all fantastic. It's I it might be up up it might be the most beautiful movie Pixar's still made. It, it at least has some of the most beautiful shots ever put in a Pixar film, even if the animation is. But it's yep. a
1: curmudgeon with a child combo. Well, I mean,
2: I thought, I thought the animation was still great. Like,
0: mm-hmm. like
2: fantastic. I was
1: amazed at how well it's aged. The people could have used some nostrils. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say about that.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine a nostril? The nostrils on, like, Carl's schnoz? That would have been, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I have nothing but praise for this, and yeah, I'm going to throw it out a- Ben first because I think he's in the same camp as me.
2: All right, so full confession: I probably hadn't watched up since it first hit DVD Um That's until, same. until this rewatching, and I I gave it like four stars. I always remembered it being great, uh, and I enjoyed it. But rewatching it now, especially like I you know I've learned a lot from you guys and how filmmaking works, like what to look out for and. Yeah, this movie. This movie is five stars. It's. I mean, the opening alone, like that. That could be like a, a lesson in how to tell a story, just in, like without words and just raw emotion. That it's phenomenal. That opening is fantastic. But then there are so many other scenes, kind of like it. I think that like the best moments in Up. Like there's so much action and humor. But I think the best moments are the the quiet ones, the calmer ones. Like Carl looking at Ellie's the the photo album. Like, you know, about the final third of the movie. He's just mm-hmm. reading through her album like I was crying watching that.
0: <laughs> uh
2: watching his house float away. At the the tail end was, you know, heartbreaking, but also you know, it's like he was learning to let go. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. The final shot on the house on on Paradise Falls. Like, I'm tearing up just thinking about it right now. <laughs> uh, holy shit. This movie's so good. And I don't mean to, like, undersell everything else, because, like, the humor's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I still think squirrel is the best running joke Pixar's ever had. <laughs> I still do that with kids every once in a while when I'm just trying to mess with them. squirrel.
1: <laughs>
2: it's so good. The kid... What, what's the kid? Russell? Russell?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is amazing like i i was laughing so hard i almost couldn't breathe when the, he's just sliding across that window <laughs> and and the bad guy just has this look on his face like oh my fucking god and it's it's uh oh, just so many great moments and, um but one one that i totally forgot about and is possibly the best scene in any Pixar movie is the the badge ceremony i remember he gives him the badge i didn't remember it was ellie's badge (laughs) oh my god like my shirt was like kind of wet at the end of this movie (laughs) like i was crying and oh man yeah so yeah this movie's pretty good you know
0: (laughs) uh lauren go
1: um i didn't cry uh, I was trying to think, like, when it comes to Pixar films, it's is kind of like Marvel where this is probably my bottom five Pixar, but it's still a good movie.
0: <laughs> but it's why like you, I'm, why why is it bottom five?
1: I don't know. It's never hit me as hard as it does with most people other than the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And like I like I like the relationship, but at the end of the day I'm gonna be this person that I always am and as much as I know it's animated, that animal endangerment really messes me up. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just I don't enjoy watching dogs fighting,
0: fall fall off cliffs.
1: Yeah, get fall off cliffs into the. You know, some of those dogs definitely died falling into that river and drowned. (laughs) They all got out. I don't care if you show me. No, there's definitely one that got like left away in the river that they didn't pan to. Like it's just I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't really like the villain that much. Um. Yeah, like it's fine. I love the story. It's super depressing because you know he goes to this island to die, or I guess it's not an island; it's South America. But he goes to this falls to die alone, and it's just super depressing. And I already have enough super depressing old people in my life. I don't need this. <laughs> but that's what the
2: whole movie like. The whole movie's message changes by the end. He like finds that reason to
1: yeah. To live, and if you he know? had, and I was just very happy that the final photo in this new Maya Adventure book wasn't just. A message to Russell, like "Have no adventures without me," because I'm dead now. <laughs> like, how Aww. old were these people supposed to be? His, the one guy had to have been at least twenty, mid twenties when uh, yeah. Charles was a kid. Yeah, so he so had he's to be, be like, like hundred years old. And, yeah. okay,
0: another they say seventy eight on IMDb.
1: Okay, it's another stupid thing that bothered me. It doesn't really bother me in the sense that I didn't hold it against the movie or anything. It just made me laugh so much. Like how. Like, this guy can't walk up and down his own steps, but he's mm-hmm. climbing mountains, he's lifting all the furniture out of his house, and, like, I tried- I lifted my dogs into the bathtub this week to give them a bath, and my back hurt for days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, he's so like, the, yeah, Carl yeah, is
1: the most jacked
2: old person I've ever seen, like- <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I you're not supposed to us. worry about that, though. But you know.
1: I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it didn't bother me, it was just, like, a running joke through this movie, it's like, because he throws out his back numerous times, but- mm-hmm. He should have just been like on bed rest for this whole movie. It's like basically. the action hero, like sliding down the the rope with his with his walker. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I guess you just have to believe anything's possible because like dogs are flying planes in this. There's he somehow managed to tie all those balloons together with his arthritic not, like fingers.
0: <laughs> Who knows? But it's like so I still enjoy night.
1: it, but I'm not like I don't need to rewatch this movie mm. repeatedly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you. I'm. I'm glad you got there with this, because actually, I was gonna bring it up. It. I'd be curious to how this movie plays to a modern audience, in that people have gotten more, you know, I, I, for lack of a better term, nitpicky stickler to stuff like that. Even though this movie clearly is just a fantasy, you know, like it's it's it it's supposed to be absurd and over the top and anything can happen in it but
1: Mm -hmm. yeah he buys a house to another
0: location (laughs) yeah, yeah i mean but you i don't think you'd be alone in people watching this movie now and not being able to look past a lot of that
2: i mean yeah it's it's an interesting kind of distinction where it's like you know you can buy it you could buy it if they're like you know toys flying a toy rocket or something but if it's supposed to be an actual human being doing things in the same kind of world it doesn't work for for some you
3: know John, go. I'm somewhere in between Zach and Ben and Lauren because it there are some parts of it that didn't hit me as hard, but some parts of it where I feel in complete agreement with Zach and Ben that the emotional beats are still just as poignant as they were during the first time viewing it.
1: I mean, the emotional beats hit me well, too. So um <laughs> that happened. <laughs>
3: um we just want to make it clear, no that's where that's
2: lauren fair. has emotions and she was affected by this
3: movie
1: yeah i just didn't cry this time
3: <laughs> i will i will say uh lauren when those dogs fell in the river i totally thought of you i was like lauren's <laughs> gonna say something about this <laughs> <laughs> uh at
0: least they don't waterboard them and then
3: <laughs> yeah
1: no kidding damn it like babe. i was able to um... finish this movie
3: <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, and like Ben said, too, like, that opening scene where there's almost zero dialogue, or not opening scene, but, like, kind of made opening, I guess, is such a powerful piece of storytelling without um, without it using dialogue. Yeah, like, and had think, this
1: movie not existed on the whole, that could have been, like, a short that comes before a Pixar movie or something.
3: Well, I mean, no, for sure. I mean, this could have been based on a short, right? Like... I mean, experience. they kind of
0: the, the the story and imagery is fantastic, but uh, there is a voice there, and it's Michael Giacchino's amazing score. Oh yeah, it's, propelling it's... this whole movie along. But uh, yeah,
2: yeah, that was think... one thing I picked up on too. Was the the actual soundtrack was phenomenal.
0: Like, mm-hmm. well, He it deservedly won an Oscar for this movie. Nice. It, it's
3: it stands on its own. Like it's it's nostalgic while being unique and refreshing, and. It's, it's it's part of the thing that every time there was a scene where I was just like, oh yeah, I remember this. The reason why it wasn't ineffectual is because the music just kept drawing me back into that whimsy, but then also sense of foreboding and... Yeah, it was, so that was, I think on the second viewing, that was the thing that was the most prominent for me, how powerful the score was. I think I agree with Lauren. The antagonist was felt a, a bit trite at times and He's the weakest part of
0: the movie, for sure.
3: But I did like this kind of, the way he contrasted Carl's character in the sense of they both are kind of like super hyper-focused on this obsession that they have of like what they want to obtain and what their goal is and whereas carl learns the lesson of maybe it's not worth it at the at the cost of human relationship and human connection christopher plumber's character never seems to learn that and another another pixar death that is like when you think about it, you're like holy fuck that's dark like i don't when like he Pixar plummets to his doom yeah like <laughs> yeah. Pixar always like p- portrays these like actually super heavy black moments of, like, despair and death and...
1: I feel like so many people plummet to their death in Disney and Pixar movies.
0: You you don't have to show the the carnage.
1: It's true. We see Mufasa
3: dead. (laughs) (laughs) But they play it with such whimsy that it's still very, I don't know, palatable (laughs) for a youth audience, I guess. Yeah, so, anyways, I think... It's, it's still overall a good movie. I was looking at the list of Pixar movies, and I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, but in terms of comparatively to all the other ones of them, I definitely think it belongs in the top five, especially because it's so unique of a story. Um, it's interesting to me that of a lot of those in the top five, like I'm looking at the different critic score or critic, companies or whatever, so like Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritics and Mascore, etc. Um, a lot of those in the t- in their top fives are franchise now, so like Toy Story or Finding Nemo. Um so I think that's interesting and I think that makes it really special in terms of a movie that stands out on its own. So no,
1: we just haven't gotten up higher yet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um additionally hold on, there's something I just saw that kind of confused me.
1: I just want to say that joke was better than Ben's laugh gave it credit for. <laughs> um, if forty-seven meters down could get a sequel, up can get a sequel.
0: I don't think Pete Doctor does sequels.
3: Can someone check this and check this list and let me know? Is it just Pixar, or Disney, Pixar, and Pixar? Because I feel like
0: it says list of Pixar films.
3: Yeah, but when I look at, it, I'm like, I see like Toy Story, and I see Brave, and I see. The good dinosaur. I'm like. This is accurate. It was the These okay are, dinosaur. Or, really. Wait, Coco was Coco a Disney Pixar film or just Pixar?
0: No, they're all just Pixar. Disney just distributes the movies. They own Pixar.
1: Yeah, but Disney has its name on certain posters. Oh, Disney <laughs> animation. No, about. I'm ca-
3: sorry, I'm confusing Disney Animation Studios with Pixar. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah.
0: We're um, all idiots sometimes. Yeah i think once this movie gets to the when once they land in uh what's it called the falls called um
1: paradise falls. paradise
0: falls for someone land... who
1: loves this movie you should know they, what it's
0: called they, they, they <laughs> land across from paradise falls the sequence of meeting kevin meeting doug meeting alpha <laughs> Alpha and then attempting with a squeaky voice and then attempting. I didn't
1: realize that Doug and Alpha were voiced by the same person. Are they? Yeah. And you what I didn't realize till this time I had uh, subtitles on. Doug
2: is spelled D U G. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's how I used to spell Doug when I was little because I have a cousin named Doug. And when I found out I had been spelling it wrong this whole time, like it was, it was devastating.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> that sequence of events though is just I I. I don't know, like, I'm just laughing and cackling throughout every moment of that. And uh, Kevin's introduction, I mean, what an amazing character. Another, again, without words, there is so yeah. much personality in that Animated character. Animated
1: movies are so good. This, this one's not even personification so much. It's just such a great personality with this bird. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's not like being, so, he's completely his own thing,
3: mm-hmm. but it
0: has a million different personality traits. Can I remind
3: out. you all that Kevin is a girl?
0: Okay. Sorry.
3: This is true. <laughs> it's speaking
1: of girl and his children. That was another thing that bothered me. It's like when Doug or when Kevin got kidnapped from its babies, they never checked on the babies to be like, just checking in, guys. You're still okay. Cool. Like, bring the babies with you. Put them in your house. <laughs> Save the babies.
0: Save the babies. I know you're babies. not supposed to
1: take babies away from nature, but I just <laughs> wish they had checked on the babies.
0: That That sequence is phenomenal. And then basically, the. Once they meet months, once the getaway from months starts, I the last twenty minutes of the movie or so is just uh, I I mean I'm in awe of the filmmaking. They've earned everything they've built up to. There's still some great jokes in there with the old man fight. That there's the Kevin, uh, not Kevin, um Russell like, uh, like Ben said, I that was the hardest I laughed the first time I saw the movie. I think was Russell up against the glass. For, like, 30 <laughs> it's seconds. It's
1: so good! <laughs> it's, like, it's like Thor up against the glass in Ragnarok. <laughs> Except it's like a little chubby kid. It's great. <laughs> I mean, Thor how long was did a little it... chubby kid at one point.
3: <laughs> how long did it take you guys to realize that Russell was Asian? Uh, as at first soon as time the I movie saw... started? <laughs> it was pretty instant, yeah. I, I I didn't click with that until, like, a second watching. Also, I this would be remiss to say... Jordan Nagai, who plays Russell, goes to Washu in St. Louis. We totally oh, nice. missed out. We missed out on a chance to maybe interview him. You were <laughs> just gonna like show up and stalk him. <laughs> well obviously I would contact him first. Ugh. Still By can. throwing
1: a paper airplane his way as I stalked him. <laughs> I love that character so great though. Just Russell's Russell, great like, yeah, Russell I love when they first meet they're having dinner with a dude. And he just won't shut up. And Carl, or uh, yeah, Carl is trying to get him to stop giving away details about mm-hmm. the uh, about Russell and or not Russell about Kevin. Um, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, and there's some, such a like, little
3: kid. <laughs> it had such a familiar comedic like tone. Like maybe like a lot of that like conversation is can be attributed to other comedic sources or whatever. But again, it still felt fresh. And so
0: Russell, though. I mean, Carl's emotional journey gets a lot of, the most of the hype, but Russell actually has a very sad yeah, like little that, story that, that, that sequence, runs through the everything. like sequence, too. like when
2: they're, you know, they're sitting at the fire and he talks about, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's, she's not my mom. Mm-hmm. Who oh. was she though?
1: Like a, like a babysitter? Girlfriend. Like a, yeah, girlfriend? Like okay. Girlfriend I didn't know how, how sad it was going to be. Like if yeah. he was just being raised by like a r- stranger or what. But <laughs> it was just like diverse,
2: divorced parents basically, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, you but know. I didn't know like he would talk about his dad being there for some stuff, so I wasn't sure how absentee he
0: was. And
2: then his dad doesn't show up at that last point. What a
1: what a dick! <laughs> yeah, but his mom was there. That was great.
0: And, Why can't you know, mom be Russell on stage though? I mean, I get yeah, that. No the kidding. Part of it, but... <laughs>
2: because oh, Russell mom. had the Ellie badge. Okay. He could have given it to movement. him
0: at the ice cream shop. <laughs> Give mom a win, damn it. Um, yeah, yeah, this she's movie- always just
1: like sitting across the street Or something
2: <laughs> How would that conversation have gone by the way It's like hey mom this is this old guy Who abducted me in his balloon house And then I came back with him yeah. We went for ice cream
3: And now
1: he <laughs> lives in this blimp that's just hanging out
3: <laughs> Yeah this movie Could definitely have been more woke So I think it doesn't It doesn't stand up In 2019 Standards and so Yeah, solid one point five out of (laughs) five.
0: This is I feel like also one of the first Pixar movies that felt to be taking it felt like they shot it like it was a real movie. I think I brought this up with Coco, but like doing like depth of field tricks with the camera and it was just it, it was seemed much more deliberate to be feel like a film that just happens to be animated. Instead of having just like one flat fo- field of focus, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think this really f- Wally as well. Which one comes first, though? Wally was the year before, I guess. I, this one just feels more sticks out more to me. I think just because it it takes place in an environment that allows for more of that and is not as sci fi, I guess. Yeah, I just really some of the things that you see now in a lot of their movies feel like it started in this little golden age period for them. I know a lot of people give them shit for not being able to live up to this, but time and their, their, this run. But I, I mean, if any director busted out four movies as good as those four, I,
2: I... and I mean, they've also had like, I know I wasn't as high as on Coco as everyone, literally anyone else, but people like Coco and, uh, inside out is also amazing. Like, it's not like, it's not like they've just stopped making, High quality movies. No, and Incredibles like, two
0: is fantastic as well. Yeah, it, yeah
2: like they're yeah. I mean they they've had a couple, you know, not huge misses. I mean they've had Cars too, but
0: oh, great movie! And Cars one and Cars the three. First
2: one so <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Zach was already talking about how he liked Cars 1. I didn't want to go to Cars one, but yeah,
0: Cars one. I fell asleep. Great, great hang movie. Cars two. Great spy movie, Cars Three. Interesting sport movie, Underdog. What
1: is a great hang movie?
0: It's just like about like being and hanging out with friends. It's just like a hang movie. I don't know. It's really there's no plot. It's very <laughs> kind of like sleepy. Hang
1: myself while watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you know that, that feeling be, you get yeah, when you feel like it is like, a great
2: hang movie. If that's what we're talking about,
0: I didn't. I didn't realize this. So that the the run of these four. Could Movies. you say which four again? Ratatouille, Wally, up and Toy Story three, are my top four Pixar movies. See,
3: Ratatouille is towards the Wally. bottom for me. Yeah. <laughs> I okay, like you're you're a heartless witch. Are you kidding me?
0: Overrated. I'm gonna say, no, oh my god, oh my it's god, under, it's the Ratatouille is easily the most underrated Pixar movie. Mm. Nope, nobody thinks that's top five material. And they're all because you are not condoned.
1: Because
0: of diseases. They wash themselves in the. <laughs> little auto in the soup
1: <laughs> it's not a bad movie it's just like i mean there are a lot of
3: better ben i movies. need i need you to be quiet before i cook. punch you through the screen
1: um i would like to say for the record anybody cannot cook <laughs> <laughs> i can make a
2: super good
1: hot pocket if you guys want but that's i can boil a mean pot of water for some spaghetti <laughs>
3: I would just like to say that the specific heat of water is four point one eight four joules per gram degree Celsius. Thanks, Kevin. Zach, cut that out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, hold on, I gotta get on a Ratatouille platform. He ratatutti. made his childhood yeah. Ratatouille.
0: I don't know. It's French. Who? who the fuck cares? <laughs> he said um, it's pronounced Ratatouille.
3: He made the like the childhood dish of the critic and his. His heart literally melted in that moment. Like when you when you see him take the bite and then like immediately like zooms in and like the whole like color palette gets a little bit warmer and like his eyes light well, I'm up. I'm colorblind, oh, my so gosh.
1: I didn't notice. Ugh. remember the time the 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 Grinch
2: did that too, and then he saved Christmas afterwards.
1: Remember that time you watched Ratatouille and it wasn't that good. Yeah, I do remember that time actually.
0: Amy would shame all of you right now. <laughs> she frequently calls me Ratatouille's dim-witted brother with no taste sensing. It's just a sequence where they see little, the, like, he's, like, talking about the flavors and there's little explosions around his head. And then the brother has, like, one little spark. and She, she says, that's me. That's how mean my wife is to me. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else have anything to say about Up?
1: It's better than Ratatouille. <laughs> I could say that at least. I still give up, up like, at four stars. 3.75 to four stars.
0: <laughs> if just that one dog didn't drown, it could have been four and a half stars.
1: Like, I felt bad for Alpha. He could have severely killed himself when he gets in the cone of shame in that the steering wheel. <laughs> like,
0: Go see up. It's great.
1: I liked his, I liked his, his asthma voice, or however... The lady from um, Emperor's New Groom, Yzma, was that her name? Yeah, Yzma. When she gets her cat voice, it reminded me of Alpha's voice.
0: <laughs> Our next... We teased that the next episode you hear was going to be about up or Game of Thrones. And um, you might hear this episode first, or it could have been Game of Thrones. I still don't know which one's going to come out first. If you've been watching Game of Thrones and want to hear some people talk about it who... Aren't just grumpy little assholes about it? Uh, I'm hoping that's going to be our podcast, based on what I know people in our group have been thinking about the final season. Um, some constructive criticism, I'm sure, to be had, but I don't think we're going to have any Skya's falling opinions when you tune into our Game of if you turn into our Game of Thrones podcast.
1: Yeah, I didn't burn the rest of my DVD seasons. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you haven't been watching Game of Thrones, the next movie you'll have a chance to see to listen along will be brightburn which is james gunn produced written by his oh i thought that would take me to it
3: another
2: brother of his right i
0: think two of this is both of his brothers but not sean how many brothers does he have Saint brian and mark gunn
1: it's quite his, the armory they have <laughs>
0: uh directed by david Yervasky. if it's, their parents
2: uh, didn't call them the armory that's
1: disappointing
0: what if Superman was a, the devil, basically, <laughs> is the premise for this movie. And uh, it's the It's I mean, the movie not getting a lot of press coming up in the coming week for us, but we're going to be talking about that one. So until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. And you can find us at middleofrow.com. You can write reviews for this podcast wherever you listen to it.
2: I'm Ben Grigsby, you can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear and you can follow all of us on
3: Facebook at Middle of the Row I'm Jonathan Rahul and you can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J and you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row, hashtag know
1: you can follow me on Twitter at Beware of Trees and you can follow us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com and if you have children please do not let them have this many candy bars with them at one time <laughs>
0: And let's supply a chocolate in that backpack.
3: Lauren, did you say your name?
1: No, I didn't. (laughs) I'm Lauren Heimbach.
0: Thanks for listening. Go watch Brightburn or Game of Thrones. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.